Welcome to another Speaker Geeker podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I'm here with my player partners, Greg and Tommy T, man. What's up with y'all, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. What's happening? I'm straight over here, man. Hey, man, we got to get a nickname for Greg, man. We just say Greg. I don't want to say Greg no more. Bro, uh, it's just instantly G, man. Just call him right, G bro. or instantly right. G. Or just call that's what G. we're doing. Just yeah. call him G. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Just G. Yeah. Either way, whatever you're yeah. comfortable just with. Just G. Right. Just <laughs> same hey, I'm comfortable with. Hey, you can do that. You can see these. Hey, he, he do got his own CD. Sing me in there. Sing me in there like that. I like that shit. Well, here we go. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, bro. What a day. What That's too funny, man. man. That's way bro, too funny. Let's get it kicked off. Let's get it kicked off, bro. What's been in y'all speakers this week? We're gonna start this week. Last last week we started with Tommy because uh that man graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you gotta go ahead and kick this off. But this time mm-hmm. we're gonna start with Steve O Steve. What's up, man? What you been listening to this week? Man, this is gonna be easy. Dog. It's only been three, 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 uh, three albums I've been listening to. What's Dave that? East, Karma yes. Three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Young Dolph, Rich Slave. All right. Okay. And man, that Nas. That Nas, that Bruh. Nas, that Nas. Bruh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> hey, real quick, favorite record off that Nas? 27 Summers. Be- 27 oh, Summers. Oh, man, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say it's between 27 Summers and Car 85. Oh, I really like man. that Car 85. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then that full circle, man, it's just so nostalgic, man. I get a chance to hear Fox. I was a fan of Fox. Were you? Yeah, I, I like I like the her few songs, man. I ain't I ain't no huge fan of her. I got a Foxy album. <laughs> Which album was that? Shoot, I got to get in the CD book. Yeah, uh, it's the one with the um, <laughs> man. She had the Jamaican song on there. I can look real quick. Yeah, crap. Hey yeah. man, Steve Steve's CD book is classic. It's still classic. To it's, this you day, still got it's one of the us with the zipper and yeah, everything. Bro. Yeah, it's at the house. Yeah. Yeah, man. I had a real hey, real story. I had to go with Tommy to the store so he can find him one. Right. Because <laughs> right. I think he brought one that the little single jump. And they had to, yeah. it was just a double yeah. jump. And I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I like, bro, nah, nah, you got you gotta take that back, man. That ain't it. But yeah. y'all wanna know something though. Yeah. I ain't never had a CD book. I always was it was trash as hell. I would use, you know, you buy the 50 pack of CDs and they come on the little stack thing. I would use oh, that as my CD thing. <laughs> but I had that in the car with the little oh, case on man, it. come on, man. The return case. And I'd just stick them on there, and I'd be in the car trying to drive it and pull <laughs> the CD <laughs> that I want. <laughs> That's rough. Crash, That's, and it got to yeah. the point I could count the page and know exactly what I wanted to get. Yeah. I had a small one for the car, though. Uh, but no, that album that I had from Foxy was that Broken Silence album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Broken Silence. I got to keep remember that. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out. Yeah, yeah man. That's what you was listening to this week. You said uh that's it. The King's Disease from Nas. Also that uh Davies Karma Three and then Dolph. Hey Rich Slave. Yeah. Hey, that Davies though, man. That Davies go hard. It's tough, man. It's that tough. Go hard. I'm gonna have to check it's that tough, out. Tough. Because yeah. out of all of the stuff that I listened to this week, I didn't get a chance to get around to Davies. So yeah. I'm gonna have to put that at the top of the list for this upcoming week. Yeah, for sure. Tommy, I'm going to jump in on the next tip, and I'm going to let you go last. Um, I listened to a lot of stuff this week, man. Um, I started out, I had to listen to um, some Young M.A. It's called Red Flu. It's a little EP that she put out, Mm -hmm. and I liked a couple songs on there, so I was satisfied with that. I also 
this week, for whatever reason, I got into Vince Staples, bro. I, I never have listened to Vince Staples in my life. But yeah. for whatever reason, I got onto some Vince Staples. It's an album called FM, and I feel like that joint is great, bro. It was from 2018, and I feel like I'm late to the party, but that shit was good. I listened yeah. to it probably about three or four times back to back. Um, on top of that, I got into that King's Disease. So I was I was definitely jamming that shit in the car. Um, I did like that 27 Summers track the most. I played that one a couple times back to back right there. Cause the production with that that Nas flow, it just works. I really yeah. did like that shit a lot. Hip Boy did his thing. Um, <clears throat> I also listened to that. Uh, I got into Money Man. I've heard y'all talk about Money <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I didn't know nothing about no Money Man. So I was yeah. like, all right, let me go ahead and check this out. And uh, he got a track with, uh, I guess the remixes with Lil Baby called 24. And yeah. I really did like that one a lot. Um, it was another track that he had on there that I fucked with too. I think it was called Quick to Judge. But uh, that's off of his most recent project called Epidemic. Yeah. Um, it's the one with his little face mask on, like it's yeah. Corona and mm-hmm. shit. Um, then on top of that, I was still bumping that Larry June that I was talking about the other day. And uh, I got into that Mulatto album, Queen of the South. Yeah. I really fuck with that shit too. I like I just I like Mulatto. Man. I like how she rap. Bro, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, I like her persona. I like that 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 aggression that she bring when she rap. Yeah, you go hard with that shit. But I also was on that rich slave too. I forgot about that. I've been on that rich slave this week. Uh, that hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I fuck with that a lot. And uh, I even watched <laughs> one of his interviews this week because I was just like in a dolph mode at that point. Yeah, because I was like, bro, dolph going hard on this shit. Dog yeah. going hard. And anything yeah. that's going to remind me of Memphis, I'm going to listen to that. Right, right. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> give me that. Give me all of that. Not like them skits he got on there, too. Yeah. Uh, he said it was his dad's man, best friend. Man, your daddy had on some one pockets. Right. One you pockets. don't know nothing about them one pockets. <laughs> with some slippers on with the silk shirt. He was, was selling, right. uh, he was selling dollar joints. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I just love hearing the folks talk, bro. It'd be like, yeah, Lee, this so familiar. Just to, yeah. to to listen to them niggas talk because it's it's that's where I grew up at. So I mean that's yeah. what I was on this week, man. Tommy, what you been on this week? Man, um DC and Marvel movies. But <laughs> the music, um, I started yeah. the week off listening to Master P, Ghetto D. Um then I did check out Mulatto's album, Queen of the South. I like Mulatto too. But her album didn't do it for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. I don't know what I was missing, but I like how she delivers things. I like her, but it was just like her album wasn't, it was good, but it wasn't like, oh, I got to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, it's not. No, it ain't. I didn't think it was nothing with like a bunch of content and substance. Yeah. But it's a couple of beats on that motherfucker. Right, right. Side. <laughs> right, of course. Wow, I was like, I gotta hear that. <laughs> but ahead, uh, I mean, her her features on that album, like, were okay. Of course, I like the one she did with uh with Gucci. Of course, I like that one. Then she she did the the bitch from the south. She put the remix yeah. on there with uh Saweetie and uh Trina Trina. Yeah. And that one was hard, but the rest of them, Forty Two Doug. 20, the one pull up, I like that one with Twenty One Savage, but I'm a fan of Twenty One Savage. Hey, so, I forgot about that joint. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a fan of Twenty One. Right, right, exactly. So it's yeah. kind of it's, it's biased in a way, but um, I mean, she did her thing, you know. Um, for 
like her her fans or whatnot. So kudos to her. Um, what else did I listen? I did check out that uh Money Man Epidemic Deluxe version of his album, um, Nas King Disease. That thing when it, it did, it was a lot better than I thought it was. Than I thought it was right. gonna be. Because I was looking at the features, I was looking at the track listing, and I ain't no huge fan of Nas, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Man, he he did his thing with that one, man. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I was on Freddie Gibbs hard this week. He uh, came out with an album, huh? What you listen to? Uh, Alfredo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's hey, bro. That hey, one. That one album of the year for me, man. <laughs> that one that's is tough. Album for the year for me, man. Man. I ain't heard Alfredo. I've heard Bandana, but I have not heard Alfredo. See, that's the one I need to go back and listen to. I haven't listened to Bandana, but Alfredo, yeah. I was watching an uh, interview. I saw follow him on uh, Instagram. Dude is a fool. <laughs> Dude is a fool. <laughs> man, hilarious. But, uh, you know, Scotty Beam is probably my favorite song just uh-huh. because of how smooth it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, dude is a smooth dude. And uh, yeah, I need to go back and listen to Bandana. And it was another one that I wanted to check out too. But I was listening to that one, Alfredo Hard, this week. Um, and really, uh, Young Dolph, Rich Slave, of course, I was listening to that one. Dave East. Um, and then I started listening to Will Smith. It's weird. Which one? Um, Summertime. Big like, that? Nah, not that one. Ain't jigging with it. <laughs> the first Big Willie style is a is a good album, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I started you listening heard it to here the, first. The Fresh Prince, man. Yeah. Uh, now summertime, like I know it's getting closer to a fall, which I mean we we don't know how fall is gonna turn out with this here COVID. Don't fall your ass up in the house. That what you're <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, summertime. It's probably one of my favorite songs from Will Smith. So I was had that on repeat for a little minute, man. So um that's pretty much been my week, man, the music. Um guys, this episode this week, man, is going to be kind of cool because we're doing something completely different that we never did before. So usually we talk about things we've heard, you know during the week and everything like that. But what we're going to do this week is just, that's what the episode is about. So let's just get to it, man. What what have you guys heard this week? Man. <laughs> well, we just go hit the elephant in the room. Let's do it. Yeah. I think we was already talking about it before we jumped on here. But man, Meg the Stallion. Back in the news. Meg the Stallion. Back in the news this week, man. She pretty much got on her live and confirmed. <laughs> that story shot her. I know everybody been kind of trying to figure out and had theories of the story. Uh, but it seems like, hey, Tori shot that woman. That's, that's kind of crazy. So, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting, the story that she laid out. She laid it out as there was this big argument. No, she didn't beat him up. No, she didn't uh, get into a fight or anything at, uh, what was it, Haley Jenner's party or whatever. Yeah. So, none of that happened. Yeah, Kyler. 
I called her yeah. Haley. He's close enough. Don't matter. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't even correct you. I should just let this shit ride. Just let it ride. Because fuck all them niggas anyway. So, yeah. Hey! Because <laughs> I'm down from... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, basically, man, she kind of came out and confirmed that there was this argument. Everybody was mad in the car. She said that she was sitting in the front seat. Uh, Tori was arguing. I guess they was arguing from the back seat. And she was pretty much over it. She hopped up out the truck, started walking away. And she said, hey, at that point, Tori shot her. Shot mm. in the foots. So, yeah, I'm kind of interested in hearing Tori's reply to all this because at this very moment, he hasn't said anything. I don't mm. even think he's in jail at the morning, moment, but I know he's back. In, I think he was deported back to yeah, Canada. He, yeah. For sure. So. He might got deported? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, he got deported back to Canada. And we haven't heard a scene from him since. So it's going to be interesting to kind of hear what he says, his side. But I mean, Definitely. at the end of the day, I'm kind of with, I'm with my colleagues and I'm actually with, uh, T.I. actually did a live where he was talking about it. And he was like, man, Tori got to say something, but man, that's just unacceptable, man. Like you, you just can't, you, you just, I mean, you just can't be going around shooting no gal, man. That, that just, no. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, we don't tolerate that. Absolutely not. So, man, we're going to talk about it, though. We're going to talk let's, about let's it. Let's talk about it, man. Because me personally, I think I think Tori watching too many cowboy movies. <laughs> right. Be honest. He's watching too many gangster movies. Yeah, I think he thought he was just going to shoot he at watched the ground Superfly while she before, was walking on way. thought it was going to be something flying. Shot him. Yosemite Sam and shit. That's really what <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You can't do that. Just I didn't watch Harlem Nights before uh <laughs> that too. shoot me in my pinky toe. Something. I don't know. <laughs> I Man, absolutely don't know that. Um my my whole thing to him saying something, what is he gonna I me and Greg was talking about this. I think you was on too. Uh, like what can he say? Like that's a disgrace if as to what he did. Like to me, I always feel like if you're gonna pull your gun out on somebody, man, you better aim to kill. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, that's, that's, the, always that's the first thing. You, you know, yeah. you, like, don't just pull your gun out just to show people that you have a gun. That's stupid to me. Absolutely. But, yeah. you know, you pull your gun out. And first off, you pull your gun out on a woman that you probably can. Yeah. And I hate to say it like this, that you, if y'all got into a fight, you might win. I don't know, man. Man might whoop his ass. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's, I don't think <laughs> that's why I say he might. That's why I say he might. That's why I say he might. His chances of winning are much higher um, you know, so it's a it's a might in there. So like the fact that you pulled well, it at least out, he can hold his own. Right, he could take care of himself. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need nobody to help you because y'all remember that video of the lady, the the lady in the purple. <laughs> they got to fight with this man and was giving him the business. I mean, like this man was running away from her. I can't. I gotta find it on YouTube and I send it to uh send it to y'all, but uh. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> it was too funny, man. But uh, yeah, like die. I don't know what he would say to kind of like the only thing he got to say is is um apologize to her. But that's pretty much it. Thank that you. should be a done deal for him. Like I know yeah. he got pulled off of uh, what's her name, Kalani. She like took him off yeah. her um album. Okay, um, like he's on the original album, but she was gonna do a deluxe album. She took him off of that, and uh, she, he's not in the video for the song he did with her and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure he's going to lose some money. 
because like it's I don't understand like w- why you would do that. That's stupid. To me. Nah, I, I, low key, his career might be over. I think so. It should be. Just to be that's honest. a trip. Bro. Um, that's a it trip because be. I I just started even like paying, paying attention, attention to, to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and then it's like, well, oh well, well, because like that song you were talking about with with Kehlani, I like this song. Yeah, that song. But then now I'm like, damn, bro, why you had to be this yeah. way? Why you had to shoot? somebody in their foot and shit that like why did you do that shit and so yeah. I, I liked that song and then I liked that remix to that what's popping song from Jack Harlow I liked mm-hmm. uh, Tori's verse on there a lot but now I'm like god damn I can't even I don't feel it the same way because now I'm like damn nigga why you shooting people in their feet and shit like what is wrong yeah. with you why Absolutely. you drawing down to shoot at people's feet at all first of all um, yeah. like I was saying earlier I I just don't get it because, uh, and I know everybody's control of their anger isn't the same. But I've never been in an argument where I was so upset that I felt like I had to pull out a gun and possibly shoot a nigga. Right. Uh, even if I felt like I wanted to hit somebody, I ain't never feel like, nigga, I got to shoot you. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. I feel like I would only want to shoot somebody in circumstances where I felt like my life was in danger and that was the only way I was going to get somebody not to hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> And if that wasn't the case, if what she says is true and she was leaving the fucking car, your life was not in danger. Nigga, what the fuck are you shooting for? <laughs> you That's was right. perfectly fine. The danger <laughs> is walking fine. away from you. <laughs> so, Absolutely. I don't know. The fact uh, that Megan Thee Stallion was a danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> like, nigga, she gone. Yeah, the yeah, just, artist. Yeah, just Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Was a danger uh, to Tory Lanez. That's terrible. That's terrible. Greg brought up uh, an extremely uh, a, a great point, like the fact that you know never been in danger to the point of having to pull a weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only been in that instance one time, to where I felt like, all right, I might have to go get this real quick because I don't know what's about to happen. So, in that case, it was. I knew they had numbers and it was just me. Yeah. So it was like, mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, right, I might have to go get this because if if all these fools try to jump on me, I'm going to let loose. Yeah. Uh, but for that point, you know what I'm saying, bringing up, just kind of like, other than that, I don't think I've ever been in like an argument to the point where I felt like, now I've been in an argument with some folks that's kind of unpredictable. So I don't know exactly mm-hmm. where it's going to go. Are we going to swing hands? what's going to happen from here. But I've never been to the point in an argument, like you said, with like one person, let alone a female, mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, man, I got to pull out my gun. Uh, that's why I really feel like, and this is my opinion, that he was, you know, drunk on some stupid stuff, thought it would be funny, a little rapper moment to shoot at the ground mm-hmm. as she walks away. And I think it ended up not going his way. And now he... Uh, yep. You know, it, it's, it's a decision that he should have thought through, thought through uh, accordingly. And now he's in this situation. Uh, they kind of go back yep. to last week when we was talking about No Limit. You know, at the end of the uh, movie, just kind of seeing how quick your life can change by a simple decision. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you got to think through, man. You got to be a little smarter. You know what I'm saying? Um, kind of going now, switching gears and going to Thomas' point where I was saying that, you know, I really want to hear what he has to say. I think the only thing he can say is 
he apologizes and he shows his remorse and he owns his mistake. Because yeah. keeping quiet, everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> right, um, right. Like, what you, the fuck? I think he has to say something. Regardless, it's, it don't really matter. You know, regardless, you in a screwed up situation, mm-hmm. period, you screwed up. Yeah. But I think he has to, has to own it. Yeah. And also, he has to show his remorse and, his poly- and apologize and so that, you know what I'm saying, they can move forward. Because other than that, right now, man, you look you look super bad. You know what I'm saying? Man, it looks terrible. Were they in a, a relationship or, or a friendship or anything like that? I I heard that they were, but I, I don't have anything to confirm it. Yeah. yeah. Like, even, like, yeah. for them to be out with each other means that they were some type of friend. And from me, from my standpoint, like, I ain't just finna be in a car with a stranger unless I'm paying them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, yeah. But they came, was coming back from one of the Kardashians' parties or or going, one of the two, and somebody else was in the car with them. Yeah, one of yeah. her friends was in there. So it's safe to say that, that they were at least friends or cordial with it. They knew each other. I'll be honest. That's the the story I want to hear. The person I want to hear from are the two people that weren't involved in the situation. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying? Like the driver and the other friend that was in the car. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? And, but it, it's, it's crazy, man, just to, just to think about, like, even if I got into an argument, I've been in arguments with friends. Um, uh-huh. I've never gotten to the point. We've even gotten to the point to where we did throw hands. You know what I'm saying? But we've never gotten to the point to where I'm like, I'm going to pull a gun out on you and shoot you. Yeah. Or shoot around you. Yeah. You know? like, so it's, 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 shoot it's like, <laughs> it's right. It's it's like his his rationale <laughs> was... Playing too much. Chill right. out. <laughs> like, that's, that's just way too far. You that's know? Moment. Um, something me and my wife was talking about with this situation was the fact that she waited so long to say who shot her. You know, she was saying that she wanted to protect him. And even doing that, protecting him from being shot by the police. Because, you know, of everything mm-hmm. that's going on now, trying to, I don't know, I, did, I this is something my wife told me. I have no com- confirmation of this or not. But the fact, I do know she waited a long time before she said anything. Oh, yeah, about, absolutely. About, um, you know, who shot her or whatnot. It was it wasn't like it was a secret or whatnot. But no. uh, <laughs> right. Well, it was, you know, at the time it was just speculation. Right. <laughs> leprechaun <laughs> came around and shot her in the oh, foot. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was gonna go to Leprechaun. I was like, this thing already short. Like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but now like I'll be honest, at the time it was all speculation because no one still wasn't sure. Yeah. Because she wasn't talking. But it yeah. seemed like the only reason why she started talking because his publicists and everything were trying to spin it. Oh, where on they, her. Where were they? Where yeah, were they that's saying? what she said in her video. She was uh, saying that, yeah. you know, they was trying to spin it with the whole narrative of, uh, I think she said one thing. was, <laughs> I, I think the reason why she brought up that she didn't hit him and all that was because I think they was trying to spin that narrative. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's funny. Yeah, that's very funny. That's you can get that shit off. Just to be so, like, yeah, she was hitting him. She hit him. Yeah. This nigga shot her. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's why I kind of, that's why I'm interested in his story. Because now I'm yeah. like, 
Okay, Somebody something, something's off here because yeah. at some point your emotions take over. Yeah, and I'm not trying to, not you know, I, you know, nothing about Meg, but sometimes your emotion take over, and when you see somebody trying to play you, you're gonna be like, boom, all right, I'm gonna let it rip, and then, but before then, it was silence. You really wasn't talking about it, like you were trying to protect him, so on and so forth. Yeah. So. Now it kind of looks at her story and you're kind of like, all right, so there's some, all right, maybe there's some between holes that didn't happen or it wasn't kind of like that. Like, what really happened? Like, let's try to piece all this together because now it's like, so why would you protect him if if that was real, if if it was like that type of issue? You know right. what I'm saying? Because then it's like, huh. So now there's a question mark there, you know? It's like her story now has an asterisk because of... right. The, this whole time of not saying anything. So I, I I still don't like I get like, you know, I get it. You trying to protect a friend. Like I'm still on the basis that they were friends. What shit you or, shot me, bro? <laughs> I mean, at this point, they shouldn't be friends. But uh, you know, yeah, it, it's still it's still I would rather see them in jail than than killed. And and being mm-hmm. afraid, that's a that's a that's a liable fear. You know what I'm saying? No matter who you are. That's a liable fear. Um, yeah, it's blue a, light it's, start to flash, and it's a it's a different fucking bro. It's feeling. a different vibe when like that can ruin your night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you ain't yeah. got to be doing nothing wrong, right? This <laughs> shit just I mean, fuck yeah, up yeah. all the night. No, absolutely, that is a problem. But then, I mean, there's day two. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? See, that's the thing I didn't understand. <laughs> like, he said day two, where we know he was safe. <laughs> There's that morning. It's three days later. It's a week yeah. later. It's a month later. I don't know yeah, when this like, When did this originally happen? I don't remember. I can't right. remember when it first broke. It's, it's been story. a minute. I think we yeah. talked about it on our podcast with uh um crap. Was it with uh, Izzy? No, it was before that. No. We talked about it with our homies over at uh Triloquy. Trilo- we did, didn't we? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was in July. Yeah, that was some episodes. <laughs> that was a little bit. That was a month ago. It's almost September, bro. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, this uh, is another angle. I sent that this uh, article to you guys, but people have brought Chris Brown into this. First like, of all. First like, of all. Bro, like, before, <laughs> before we go there, before we go there, just because you brought this nigga up, why does this nigga have a chain with a razor blade? <laughs> And diamond cocaine on shit. Bruh, like, I saw that. I've been, I saw I've been speculating for years. That that's, what, that's how this nigga get down. But why are you telling us now? Why are you pulling the player fly, my nigga? I'm hey. trying to tell everybody what's up with you and the cocaine. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I ain't lie. I saw the change. I thought I was like, I was, <laughs> hey, everybody's first reaction was like, Oh, okay. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> right? Like, come on. The same reaction. Like, oh, oh, Chris. Like nobody could tell you, but no, don't do it, bro. That wasn't no good idea, bro. Nah, no. at all, bro. Nah, hey, bro. Hey, hey. <laughs> you want to? This man it. had to. He had to go pay for this shit and like think that was a good idea. <laughs> like, nigga. First of all, he had to get the fucking jeweler to make it. Right. Like, nigga, this is what I want. I want the razor blade. I want it to look like I was just chopping this shit up, and then he had to pay for it. Then he had to <laughs> and post the shit online and show everybody. What is your problem? 
I really want to know the story of, of how that, <laughs> I want to know how Damn it came so. about. Because the chances that he only wanted to raise a blade. And then, because it could go so many ways. You could have been like, man, I want this razor blade. And then it may be one person that was like, hey, you know, it'd be hard, bro. You'd be like, what? Man, make it look like a little bit of cocaine. And, <laughs> and then he like, diamonds. yeah, cocaine and diamonds. You know, they white, you know, cocaine white. So do white diamonds, bro. bro. And then he like, oh. his eyes get yeah. big. Oh. He, they got big. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like that. Finished. <laughs> he just finished doing it. So he had the vivid picture of what it was going to look like. No, nah, bro. That, man, that wasn't a good idea. And that's not no. a good friend either. No, no, not no. You need to watch who you and have. And then also, why like. would you get a razor blade even without the coat? Right. Why would you need a razor blade chain coat? Hey, never get a razor blade without the coat. Hey, bro, I want a gold razor blade. What? Oh, my what? God. I don't know, shit. But uh, oh, man. but back to the point, man. I did see that come through. I know we didn't have a chance to really read through and digest. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. headlines are crazy these days. Right. But right it now. sucks for him because, like, that's going to happen. Every like, time. every time something happens time. like that, mm-hmm. it, that's just going to happen. You're just going to look at Chris Brown like, bro. I just, I just feel yeah. like that's, not, that's an unfair assessment of Chris Brown. It is like he's he's been punished for it. He's been counseled for it. He's everything that you could possibly do. His moment has passed. Leave him alone at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking up for what he did. No, I think what he did was wrong and, and everything like that. But we're talking about two different people. Yeah, because like, his name you know. shouldn't even been mentioned. He wasn't even nowhere near them. Yeah, he was too busy getting his cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Razor blade, man. That man ain't worried about y'all no more. Right, no, he's he, just he, trying to get his chain made, man. That's he it. seriously ain't worried. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine See, chain. You know how fucking unbothered you gotta be, right? <laughs> Go get that made. Okay. You don't care, you like. fuck. It's like whatever. <laughs> this is my life, <laughs> right? Eddie Kane, <laughs> nice like this. I wish. Man. Oh but, man, yeah, that yeah. sucks for him. Uh, because there's other people who have done things like that, mm-hmm. but his case was so big, you man. Because I mean, he was at Michael yeah. Jackson status, it still kind of is him and Rihanna, yeah. And you know, everyone's favorite, rude girl, <laughs> Riri. And uh-huh. you know, man, I'm waiting on her. Some now you got the boy. bad boy Chris Brown, and, and it's just I, I hate it for him, yeah, but you know, yeah, I do yeah. too, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I pray. So for, yeah, man. So, uh, I pray for the WAP. I like saying WAP. Did y'all see that video of uh, what's that old dude from Chad? Yeah, I see <laughs> his reaction to the WAP video. Yeah, yeah. I ain't see it. That might say every trash can has its lid. Right. <laughs> it was like okay. I was done after that, man. Every I was like, goodness gracious, has its lid. I gotta yeah. send it to you, Greg. Yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look hilarious. out for that. I gotta look out for that. Man, that just that just too funny, man. Um, and uh, yeah. So everybody listening, uh, if y'all want to throw y'all comments in the in the comments about. You know what I'm saying? The mega stallion situation, man. Feel free. Go ahead. We, you know, we discuss. We go yeah. back and forth. <laughs> yeah, we listen. We listen. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. sure. For sure. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, did y'all hear? What about Trey songs, man? I want to kind of switch ah. gears a little bit. 
This it's not really switching gears, but yeah. I know it's not switching <laughs> gears. I just want to talk about a different subject or a different angle of it. Um, okay. What happened? Because I don't, I don't know. Trey songs. Uh, it was some girl off of the No Jumper podcast. This is where I saw it from. No Jumper podcast. Yeah. I don't even remember the chick name, but she was like, basically Trey songs pissed on her. <laughs> it's not fun. Don't what, laugh. What? Yeah. Like, and like held a hostage or right. something like that. Took know? her ID, held a hostage, pissed on her. Like yep. he was smashing her and everything. But you know, you remember Kiki uh Palmer had said yep. the same thing basically. Like um, they held a hostage. She, yeah, well I, was, I don't know if they she had um, an anxiety attack yeah, and when it yeah. hid in the closet. Right, right. And uh, you know, I saw another video of some other girl, she was like like basically, this man has been uh, accused of sexual assaulting women. Um, I have an issue with that just because it's like it's the same situation with Bill Cosby. You don't know what's true or what's not true. I mean, this but situation you, you with know R. Kelly. That too. No, it's it's damn near a direct parallel. Yeah, <laughs> R. Kelly. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I bring up Bill Cosby just because it's like people are accusing this man of things that nothing is happening for him at the time that they accuse him. And he's saying that they're trying to ruin his career and stuff like that. But I'm like, Brad, with every lie, there's some type of truth in it. So if these women are lying on you, what's the truth? Because they're all exactly the same thing, except the pissing part. The pissing part was new to me, which is weird. Like, I don't understand why a man... Or a woman would want to piss on another human being. Man, it's not so bad. I don't feel like that's normal. I don't get that. I don't feel like that's normal. Like for the person that's receiving the pee, like for you to sit there. What do you sound like Bill Cosby? You receiving the pee. The pee. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, for the person that's sitting there taking it, like, what are your <laughs> thoughts before? The pee reaches you, <laughs> bro. It's some kinky stuff, bro, out there, man. I don't know, bro, you I know how it works. It's time to think between <laughs> when the pee leaves. No, you do, it... you do, because you have to get to the point to agree <laughs> to someone peeing on you, man. No, you not the the moment, it, I think the way that she was saying it, she never agreed to receive the pee. <laughs> Probably <laughs> did. This was not pee that she was requesting, <laughs> but she was like, I was like, uh. Okay. <laughs> this probably was the like, okay. This sounded like the heat of the moment. Yeah, nah. I, and it R. was Kelly, like, I mean, not R. Kelly, sure but Trey Song, the way she described it, Trey Songs like caught her off guard, and yeah, she, yeah, like he, <laughs> like I don't know why she was in the tub, but he just peed on her. Like <laughs> not a tub thing. Well, that's hilarious. She, so she was like in the tub, and, you, and he like, came in there. I guess he had to pee. He's like, yeah. you mind if I pee on you? <laughs> so there's a lot of holes in this story. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a bunch of holes in my part. Because now story. I think that he had to use the bathroom. Ran in there, probably couldn't wait. She was in the bathtub all day. And it's a toilet, man. I don't it's, know what he, everybody has been potty trained. He might have been drunk. I don't it's know. a toilet. It's a toilet. <laughs> this right first, my first reaction is not to go to the tub to pee. <laughs> no, 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 that's not my first not. reaction. <laughs> I'm going to the toilet. To the toilet. Because for one, I don't want to clean it up. 
Right. And then the second thing <laughs> is, the second thing is, either I'm going to go to the toilet or if the toilet is not there, I'm probably going to go outside. Everyone, <laughs> 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 you thought that I, was cool? <laughs> I'm going to go out right back, man. Be outside. All right. So we got a response from Trey Song. He actually responded about it. Yeah. 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 Huh. So um, what he tweeted was, and I think it's two parts here, so I'm going to try to read both. Um, what he said was, I usually stay quiet on these, but I feel that in many ways, the mo- uh, the movement to fight for women who actually have suffered harassment and abuse on various levels has been hijacked by those who find it convenient for themselves to come up uh, to come up as they seek to destroy someone's life. And then he uh, he actually pulled up an example. He said, y'all remember Jane Doe claiming I sexually assaulted her in Miami? She wants me to pay her, pay for her therapy and the rest of her school because of all the trauma she's been through. Please read. So then there's a whole thing. I'm not going to I'm not going to read all through it, but there's a whole thing that he actually posted that she DM'd him. Um, so I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be honest on, on, on these things, just like you said, Tommy. And I often want to say that there's three sides to the story. There's yeah. There's the truth, there's your side, there's his side, and then there's the truth, which, you know, uh, no one ever really gets. So it's very interesting when you see something like that where, you know, if it's such a traumatic situation, why are you even DMing this man or having any type of conversations? But on the flip side, it's the DM real. Who's to say? Not to call him a liar, I'm just playing devil's advocate and also trying to be fair to everybody because... One thing I don't condone is is that. I don't, I don't condone that at all. Absolutely no. not. But um, also, I want to go, and this kind of, this is on the same subject, but I want to go into the whole speak out movement that they're doing with a lot of wrestlers these days, uh, which has been very interesting. But I also have to look at it objectively because it's hard to say, no, that ain't true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To a woman who's been through that, because it could be, but at the same time, it's hard not to say, "Well, what's the proof? Or why didn't you go to the police? Mm-hmm. Or any of those things?" And it's not to, you know, it's not to sympathize, but we got to remember that some some of these men, some some of that stuff is like what what uh, Trey Song just said. Sometimes it is pretty convenient when you drop a bombshell on somebody and they're doing well. Yeah. So it's like, what's the motive? Um, mm-hmm. Was it to speak out because of something happening? Then I applaud. Speak out, do your thing. But then there are also questions that are going to come behind it as to, well, why why didn't you say something? Just like we said with me, like, why, why didn't you say something sooner? Or why didn't yeah. you call the police? Or what's the objective? Like, what what happened here? What's the breakdown? Um, fear does come. Fear does come into play. I get that. It is scary when you're dealing with a man who has abused you. Uh, harassed you um so fear does come into play i understand that for sure i've seen i've seen these things happen and i've seen people just go on about their lives as if it doesn't try to bear it don't want to deal nothing with it don't want to call the police don't want to do anything and it sucks because you're like yo like at the end of the day people got to understand definition of of snitching because some people don't want to snitch yeah uh to us that's not snitching, period. Somebody, you know, 
that's harassment. Go go to the cops, tell the police, tell somebody, anybody. Um, because yeah. it needs to stop. Right. Now, if y'all doing a crime together, if you bunny and he clad and you get caught, but you tell on him to shorten your time or to get a better situation, then that's snitching. Take your yeah. time, whatever. But you know, if it's something, if someone's abusing you sexually, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. and you're a female, uh, if you're a male too, yeah, say yeah. something. Um, because we don't want to have that question of like, why didn't you say something sooner? Mm-hmm. Because the scariest moment is you won't have a later. You understand? Right. right. You you just you won't have it. Like you can be found somewhere and that's the end of your life because you let it go on too long. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I said, I was from, I just thought about something, man. And this kind of like goes against a lot of things, but for the abuser, for that behavior to happen, you know, we have to say something more times out of more times. It's the man is abusing a woman. In the case of Trey Songs, it's believable because multiple people have said it. But then, uh, and then he's a person of of some sort of power, quote unquote money, person with money, and which it doesn't make sense to as to why he would do it because the idea of a man is so many women will are willing to do it. Why do you have to abuse somebody to get it? whatever it is that you want. So we as, as young men and, and, uh, and speaking to all, all men, um, we have to be more responsible in protecting our women mm-hmm. and our younger and our younger men and, you know, and ourselves because somewhere somebody was told that behavior is okay. Yeah. Talk. That right. And somewhere we we lost focus of what what right from wrong, you know. So um it's not it's not the victim's fault that it happens, but it is society's fault that it happens um so so often, I feel like. I think society has a lot to do with it. Um you know, even like from the things that we talk about all the time, the lyrics for women. I think we had this discussion maybe a few weeks ago uh, talking about the lyrics that that women have for for women to be successful in mm-hmm. rap. They have to talk about they they, you know, um, sex. sexualized. Yeah, they have to sexualize their lyrics to the point to where people are listening to them, which. Somebody, I think somebody, Steve, you might have brought it up. Um, yeah. Rhapsody, Rhapsody, um, is a lyrical, lyrical uh, beast when it comes to rapping, but she's not as mainstream as um, a Megan Thee Stallion or B. Cardi B yeah. or Nicki Minaj. You know, Nicki Minaj came out talking about her vagina and everything like that, and everybody went crazy. Her body was was transformed. Everybody went crazy for her mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So. Um, society itself has sexualized women, and I feel like that does have something to do with what's going on um, as far as like this d- domestic abuse. Just to kind of go back to what we were talking about with the Tory Lane situation, I feel like his music or music in general 
um, brought him to to make sure that that idea of I'm gonna pull my gun out make it make sense to him. You know, at that moment, uh, this is what I chose to do because yeah, this is what I'm listening to. You know, so that's my little two cents about that. I'm done. I, don't I think dropped it's the music. <laughs> you say what? I, I I don't think it's the music. I think it's some psychological. Yeah. Uh, if we kind of go, if we think about it, Chris Brown actually came out and said that you know he had to go to therapy. He he grew up seeing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he emulated it. Because to a point, you know, you think is if you constantly see it, you think it's normal. Yeah. But uh, everybody uh, doesn't grow up seeing that, man. Yeah, but you know, you got how many million people on the pl- on this planet? You know, you can get you can probably get ten. You probably find ten people who have right, <laughs> and right. that's that's enough to be like that's ten people too many. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And for Tori, it's been said that he has like the short man syndrome. Like he's always angry, man. So you know, you and, that, and then man. people love then, short people, man. They do, but know. you know. You know, you know, some people, <laughs> you have to prove yourself a lot, depending on what you've been through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also just kind of looking at Trey. Now, well, I'm going to leave Trey out because I don't know if he's what what part of it he's been through. But if we're looking at just Tori and Chris, you know, there may be something psychological that needs to be addressed. And like, you know, especially in our society, we're always supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be the leaders. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to fight through it. Ah, you all right, get up. But, you know, you might take your ass over there, man, and and, and get you a session over there with the, with the, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the uh, crap. With the uh, psychologist. Yeah, psychologist. I wanted to say something else, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, you might need to go get you a session with the with the <coughs> psychologist. And that doesn't, it, that doesn't say you crazy. That just say you have some stuff that you ain't worked out. Yeah. And when it starts yeah. to bleed over and come out, mm-hmm. then you gotta you start doing stuff like we're seeing, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it's too late. And that's for the women too. The yeah. women that allow some of this stuff. You hanging on for what? It might come out in that session that you got some, you know, you might have daddy issues. Uh, you might have some issues with attachment or detachment or whatever. Mm. But I, I think that's some things that need to be helped, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Everybody definitely, um, nobody is above counseling. Nobody is above figuring out what your issues really are, the deep-seated one. And uh, that's coming from a actual psychologist. Right, me. right. So uh, <laughs> if you listen, hey. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Degreed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely just issues that you got to work out. Stuff that yeah. you have to, stuff that you have to confront within yourself, things that you have to address. Um, it comes from a long time of thought patterns being unchecked. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta be able to confront them things head on and say, okay, sure. well, why do I think that this shit is all right? For sure. Why do I think that I can shoot at somebody who's walking away from me? Right. <laughs> why is that okay? Where have I heard that it's fine? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Where have I seen that it's fine? Yeah. Why did I think that when I did it, it was gonna just blow over and be okay? Right. Yeah. Crazy man. Crazy. 
Man, but uh, this shit getting real heavy, and we gotta lighten this shit up. Right, uh, absolutely. <laughs> let's, let's see what else we got on the. Uh, Shake this off, man. Shake this news off. for the fucking week, bro. News for the week. Okay, <laughs> we'll go straight into this. Uh, the Brandy versus Monica versus was announced. Oh man, yeah. so that's coming up um, Monday the thirty first. So not tomorrow, but like Monday the thirty first. Yeah. So. Uh, by the time anybody hears this podcast, it'll be the next Monday coming up. Yeah. But what y'all feel about that, man? How y'all, how y'all leaning on these? Because I know how I lean, but I'm, I'm going to wait until y'all say what y'all got to say. Because y'all done talked about uh, Brandy and Monica a little bit on a previous episode, and I held my tongue because I was like, <laughs> I ain't going to fuck up this episode. <laughs> but uh, go ahead. Let me know what y'all think about this, this versus battle coming up. Ah. Uh. I mean, you know who I'm going for, man. If I had to pick a winner, um, it's going to be Monica. Oh, okay. Like 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 Brandy. Y'all didn't know that? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I wasn't totally sure. I'm not a a big fan of uh, Brandy, man. I think she can sing, but her Mm -hmm. music just not for me. Monica, on the other hand, I think she can sing. I would rather listen to Monica than than Brandy. So that's my okay. I'm excited about it because of of like for Brandy and Monica, it's like I don't know if they truly are beef like beef with each other or had some type of beef with each other, but you would imagine that those two artists came out at the same time. It's like uh Mike Tyson boxing Evander Holyfield. Two okay. greats in their own in their prime, you know, I mean, like they, mm. I don't feel like Evander Holyfield got a, a a true chance to fight Mike Tyson when Mike Tyson was just bullying through people. Now that yeah. would have been something to see, but you know, they came out around the same time, rose to to the top at different times, but pound for pound, you could say they're like equals. In, in boxing. Mm-hmm. So I think Brandy and Monica are truly equals in uh R and B. So but I'm a I'm gonna go towards Monica on that one. Why would you say you would go towards Monica, man? What is it about Monica in comparison to Brandy to where you would lean? I don't know. Way? I would rather just listen to Monica. That's my thing. It's okay. like I would rather listen to Monica than than gotcha. listen to Brandy, you know. Um I'm trying to think of something more uh, musically inclined, but that's all I got. <laughs> okay. That's it. Steve, what you got, man? What you got? Look, I'm going be honest right now, man. Hey, I would throw my underwear on the stage for some Monica. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I love me some Monica. Hey, listen mm. here. Listen mm. here. I like Brandy. I, I listen to Brandy Gap Records. Yeah. I've heard them. I've listened to them. Was I a mega fan of Brandy? No. Uh, but Brandy got some records that when I heard them, I was like, there go Brandy. Um, but Monica, to to for me, Monica has something. Like, all right, I'm going to say it like this. Like, for everyone out there, so if you, have you ever had, like, a plate of greens from one place, <laughs> the commercial spot, and you was like, I don't agree, they, you know, they okay. They right. But then you went over, yeah, but when you went over to and had them greens at that, 
And what I mean by greens, I mean like collard greens or whatever type of greens yeah, yeah. you like. But yeah. you know, you 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 go to that spot. We ain't talking about no kale. No, nah, we ain't right. talking about none of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, absolutely not. <laughs> but you went over that spot and was like, from the you you know the commercial spot was cool, but then when you went over over there on on, on third and whatever, uh, over there across from the from the Cadillac house, or uh, uh, deep into that to to the hood spot yeah. where you got them greens. And he was like, see, see them greens over there, the commercial spot were cool, but these greens right here make you slap your mama, your granny, and your little sister at the same time. Look here, a, that's how I world. view it. Yeah, that's how I view it. Like, and I, by the way, I wouldn't slap my mama or my sister <laughs> or my no. granny. I, I get, I get we just talked about I, this, Steve. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. I, I might be able to get you some greens that'll make you do that shit. See, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> So, you know, that's how I view it. Like Monica has some stuff and I, I wasn't I wasn't uh flying uh when I said that Monica is is a great singer. Mm-hmm. I meant yeah. when I said Brandy was a great singer on our previous yeah. episode. But Monica has some soul there that I just can't explain. When I hear mm-hmm. her sing, I'm just like like I don't care if it's like out of however it works. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it doesn't matter how she sings it, it works. And the after you music, yes, right. after you done listening, you just like goodness gracious, yeah. man. <laughs> like I said, I would throw my underwear on the stage for some for some Monica, but not not no brand mm-hmm. right. yeah. cool. <laughs> She got her braids, yeah. you know. It's like I wanna be down. <laughs> hey, I love that record. <laughs> I used to do the dance, like <laughs> I wanna be down. I mean, that was that record. <laughs> but then Monica came out. You you you. I really didn't know what the song was about, but when I first heard, hey. When she first hit that line, oh, you know, hey, you was like, oh, she about to blow. Yeah. And then she was, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, something about Monica, boy. Something yeah. about Monica. Something about Monica. Yeah. But I, as far as the actual versus battle, I'm very, I'm interested, but I'm kind of afraid because I think a lot of people are going to tune in because you get to see this interaction that we've been wanting for so long. Yeah. But I think at some mm-hmm. point they did come out and say that we never had like an issue. It was the media playing like, like it was an issue. And then they dropped the song, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, there is a period of time where there was a lot of record. Like, I don't know if they have the 20 records to keep me interested Interested, or to keep everyone interested. So that's the part I'm kind of afraid of. Like they have some records, like she has, uh, you know, Monica has her debut record. Brandy has her debut record. And then there's some records in between here and there. And it's kind of like, like, do they have enough to sustain and keep our attention for so long? That's my only Mm. downside of it. But other than that, I'm I'm, kind of with it. Let's see what's going to happen. I wish I had the, um, like the list pulled up of like a little sample list that somebody had made up. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was two different things that I saw. One, one was a list of just like song, song, like verse each song down the line. Yeah. And then it was another one that just kind of like listed each person's accolades as far mm-hmm. as like billboard charting and all of that kind of stuff. And on the billboard charting and, and those things, everything was pretty even. Uh, it was, it was not, it was probably the best matchup you can get for a yeah. fucking versus. Yeah. It was like, this person has four number one hits. This person has five number one hits. This person got this many top tens. This person got like one less or one more top ten. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very evenly distributed. And so like on paper, this is a great matchup. This right. is absolutely the right. perfect matchup that you can come up with on Versus. 
But then from a feeling standpoint and from a lived with standpoint, I ain't fucking with Brandy like I'm fucking with Monica. Right. Like it just ain't. It ain't going to be. It's not even close. Yeah. It's not even close to me. Like I was sitting there yesterday with Alex and I was like, what the fuck songs do Brandy even got? Right. And I was just going down and I named like five of them. And I was like, okay, I remember them five. And then I had to like go through each person's discography and just kind of like look at songs and say, do yeah. I remember this? Do I remember that? Do I remember this? I came up with like maybe five or six for Brandy. But then I started rifling off the Monica hits and I was like, nigga, <laughs> I feel these hoes in my soul. I got to play them hoes <laughs> as I look at them. So I know, I know it's going to be the same thing as I'm watching the verses and I'm looking at the two people on the screen. I'm going to be like, bro, see, it's so gone shit right here. Right, like, right. You, you can't fuck with it, Brandon. You can't fuck with no damn so gone. Uh-uh. Like, you can't, you can't do it. It's not the same. You got some good songs and you got some, some big hits. But also I feel like, um, just to be fair, there's a, a, a recency bias on my end because I feel like Brandy's peak, it was like she peaked early and then from there she didn't like stay yeah. where she yeah. was as far yeah. as like continuing to deliver hits. And yeah. I'm not saying she didn't have any more hits after her peak. I'm just saying it wasn't as consistent as what I consider mm-hmm. Monica. I feel like Monica, it was like not necessarily every year, but like as soon as you start thinking like, damn, where's Monica? she come out with another hit. Yeah. And then also she had coming from, you know, the South and the South rising as it did during their tenure in the music industry, she had a chance to continue to ride the coattails of like the South's wave. Yeah. So she can have a, a fucking every time the beat drops with fucking uh, them franchise boys when they was hot. And then she can go up from there and have a song with Lil Wayne as he's hot. And then yeah. she can have another song where Missy Elliott is doing the production talking about some, yeah, new Monica. Like, <laughs> yeah. get you excited like that. You can get all of that from her. Whereas Brandy had a lot of shit going on. Her brother is Ray J, which yeah. is a detriment <laughs> to her soul. So, like, she she don't get the same kind of stuff as what Monica gets from me. So, when yeah. you playing Brandy's, you know, 15, 20 songs, it's not going to hit me the same way as if you play Monica's 15 to 20 songs. Because I got from the, the 90s on up for Monica, yeah. up until, like, like, you got a, for real, 20-year span at least for her of, like, songs I remember that actually touched me a certain way. But then for Brandy, it's like from 90 up until like 2000-ish. And then it's like from there, I don't know. I don't know if I remember that song that much. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only difference there. And I'm not saying anything about Brandy. I mean, I don't really fuck with her at all. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm not trying to like diss her and say she suck or anything. It's just I think her voice ashy. And I think that <laughs> she be layering her vocals too damn much. So sometimes I don't know what the fuck she's saying. Cause she sound like this airy ass helium yeah. field angel. Yeah. So I just be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but with Monica, I can decipher what the hell she's saying. Mm-hmm. If she say silly of me, devoted all my time or whatever she said, I can hear that and I can interpret it. But with Brandy, I'm like, what are you saying, bro? I just hear this airy ass voice. I don't know what you said. And if the music ain't hitting me enough, then I'm trying to, Make the music be fine and right. make your voice be fine at the same time. Yeah, that's a lot of work. That's my spiel on that shit. I'm I'm ready for the verses just because I want to be in the comment section talking shit. But other than that, I think yeah. Monica got this shit. <laughs> I think it's funny that all of us have the same um, yeah. sentiment <laughs> towards Brandy. 
<laughs> and yeah. Wilder could have. I think it's a, it's a pound for pound. I think it's a great match. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, so that's funny, man. But I hope one thing I do hope is that they're not just there and don't talk to each other or don't explain things. I hope they actually come to have a session with us. You know, mm-hmm. play some of you, play your hits, but then let's have a let's have a conversation about said yeah. song or about some a story that happened with that. Um, because who did that? Snoop and, and DMX. Um, oh, Snoop and DMX had a lot of conversation. It right. Was, uh, it was Ross and Two Chains. No, was... I'm saying I'm saying Snoop and oh, DMX. Mean, like yeah. Okay. Snoop and DMX. Perfect. I thought you meant Jill Scott. No, yeah. Right. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. They junk was perfect, but you know, uh, because that's where it, where it came from. Like Two Chains was actually trying to do that, but Ross was just uh-huh. like, Ross is a showman. Yeah. <laughs> Play my hit. <laughs> I thought you I thought you meant uh who did that as in who didn't, you know, who came on and just was kind of right. No, no, no. I was yeah. like just just you know, just looking at the examples before that who actually yeah. did the verses, how it has changed or grown to be to make it more interesting is to have them sit there, tell stories if they work together, because I would love to hear. The stories about when they made uh what is it the boys mine the boys mine yeah I would love to hear their sides of the story what they thought about it and stuff like that so um hopefully they they have conversations with each other and we're not just sitting there looking at two um, beautiful women just playing their songs because I can do that with my radio so uh, <laughs> give yeah. me something that I can't do myself yeah I, I think they'll do that. that. I think they'll do that. Yeah, at least we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that is the hope. Man. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say about Brandy and Monica? Nah, I'm dumb. Nah. Dude. I, I love Monica. Monica. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I love me some Monica. Man. Hey. Nah, I heard that. I'm right there uh, with you, man. Team, I'm right there I met her before I met my wife. <laughs> I'm married now, Monica. Say it a little bit louder, bro. Say it a little louder. <laughs> if I'd have met her before I met my wife, yeah. hey, I'm married now, Monica. You got back up. Yeah, yeah. Can't come for me now, cause I'm I'm up here. I'm a little sexy now. You gotta go yeah. on about your business, Monica. <laughs> go on about your business, man. <laughs> man, what um, we looking like on time, man? Man, we good. We good. Go ahead. Uh, shoot. Um. Oh, I wanted to talk about that, like the relevance in rap article. <clears throat> so it was an article that I read um, earlier this week. It was from Complex, complex.com. Uh, and the article is titled, Stop Letting Numbers Decide Relevance in Rap, which I feel like is an age-old discussion. And yeah. I took the time and I posted that on the For the Love of Good Music group on Facebook. Shout out to Marco Nell. And, and Tommy actually responded on there. He said, like, he said, me and Steve actually kind of talked about this already. And I was like, oh, nigga, I wasn't a part of that discussion. In my mind. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So like, true. It, it doesn't matter because I kind of want to talk about it still. Um, but it started off with them talking about Lil Dirk because, you know, he's on that new song, Laugh Now, Cry Later, that Drake mm-hmm. song. Um, and I've heard a couple of people say that they wish that he had a longer verse on there. 
Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. The reason that they listed Lil Durk was because there's this this myth in hip hop, <laughs> was what I'll say, that when Drake features a person on the song, like that's like the beginning of their career, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they were saying like Lil Durk has been around for all this time, existing as a prominent artist in the drill scene of hip hop in Chicago. Yeah. Um, parallel to a Chief Keef. And they got to listing other people down through the article, just saying how people kind of are late to the party as far as like whether or not that person is relevant. They got into the discussion between DJ Academics and Freddie Gibbs and how he was on his ass for, you know, like a week, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. giving the nigga hell. Because he (laughs) said that he wasn't relevant because he was like, in his mind, Jeezy was a legend, but Jeezy isn't necessarily relevant anymore because he's not in the forefront of like popular music anymore. Yeah. And then I guess academics, he fired back with like, nigga, who are you basically? Mm-hmm. Like you, you ain't in the forefront of shit neither. Like other than stuff that we've recently seen, you ain't relevant either. And it's like, you start to think, what is relevance in hip hop? Like what makes you relevant? Is it that you're a popular person? Is it that you have some kind of an influence over the entire, um, music scene or the culture of hip hop, what is it that makes you relevant? That's something that I wanted to ask the both of y'all is like, what do y'all think makes an artist relevant um, in hip hop or specifically in hip hop? That's what we'll do. I'm going to go with Steve first. I was waiting to see who's going to jump in there. I was was about to. I was going to be like, uh, go ahead, Steve, man. (laughs) For me, for me, I'm gonna break it down this way. I think is, I think it depends on that person's definition of relevancy and what's relevant to them. To some people, numbers is relevant. Uh, you have some people who are just business minded, and numbers, numbers make sense. Numbers make money, so they're looking at it that way. To some others, you know, you may be in, in that, um, you may in that be in that artist's bubble or their core audience, and to you. He's the most, hey, he the most relevant thing since, you know what I'm saying, sliced bread. So I really, when we talk about this, I always want to say it's the def, you know, it has to be that person's definition. Uh, because in honest, you know, in our actuality, there's so many artists that, you know, everybody can have their own pool or uh, whatnot of people that listen to them. So, so at that point, it's kind of like, all right, um, you know, you don't have to be totally in the forefront to be relevant because you're relevant to someone. But kind of thinking about the Freddie Gibbs thing again, now I kind of think about him like, man, Freddie might have walked into that, even though he destroyed academics, but Freddie might have walked into that because what was Freddie's definition of relevancy when he said that about Jeezy? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it, the first thing I'm thinking about is, well, yeah, Jeezy ain't, you know, I can kind of agree because Jeezy isn't selling the numbers that he used to. He's not in the forefront like he used to. He just has, I think when we talked about it, I talked about how Jeezy has his, um, you know what I'm saying, he has his core audience, which, you know, his core audience, his pool, his core audience is huge, even though he's not selling those millions of records. So when academic shoots back with the, well, who are you? You kind of like, dang, friend might have walked into that because you know, just like a little dirt, 
Freddie might not be getting the shine until now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From, you know what I'm saying, Bandana and Alfredo. Mm-hmm. And actually, people probably, probably now people really looking at him now because he destroyed academics and the mm-hmm. stuff was hilarious. So I kind of look at that and we have to be really careful because, you know, yes, it isn't all about the numbers, but at the same time, it is, you know, like when you have a Drake who is pushing, pushing it so far forward and doing so much, you got to be like, all right, that's relevant. But at the same time, when you have a Dirk who's been around for so long and doing so much, he has to be relevant to a point because he's still here. Whereas you've seen so many people fall off and they're just completely gone. Uh, same with Chief Keith. I mean, you know, he probably isn't as big as that, you know, saying that first record. But if you go to a show, they must pack from wall to wall mm-hmm. and they're there for him. Same with a Dirk. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Dirk when he first dropped till now. So for me, he isn't as irrelevant to me. But uh, I can't say that he isn't relevant to someone else. So I really think it depends on the definition. And it, the downside of it, it sucks because there's a lot of artists who are doing their thing where they're at with their core audience. For example, uh, Currency, you know, Currency yeah. isn't currency has never reached, and I hate to use the word never, but currency has never reached that level that I want him to reach as being a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Because I know he's yeah. a lyrical mm-hmm. assassin, he's great, he makes these incredible records, but he didn't reach the success of Wiz. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But for me, I'm like, yo, Wiz can't hold a candle to currency. But then someone else come along and be like, well, bro, Wiz is big. And at that point, you got to kind of back down and be like, yeah, everybody is wearing uh, camouflage. You know, when we talked, had that whole special about Wiz, Wiz had everybody wearing camouflage pants. People still tatting themselves up to this day. Everybody's a smoker. Like, Wiz changed everything. Now, who's to say that some of that influence didn't come from currency? But, you know, it it just, you know, I've been to a currency show where everybody knows the words. Mm -hmm. But I've I've seen Wiz in an arena where everybody knows the words. So it's definitely one of them things where it's like, we got to really, you know, it's really the definition of it. It really depends on the person because, you know, hey, Drake got crazy numbers. And to me, I'm not a Drake fan. I you know what I'm saying? So he's not necessarily. But, yeah, you on record saying that. Yeah, but at the same time, I have to respect it because he's so big that I'm like, all right, he, he's definitely relevant. Even though I don't, even though I'm not the first person to be like, hey man, put on that, put on that Drake. Uh, even though I have said on the show that I have my Drake records yeah. that I really like. <laughs> but um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Dirk like I used to be, but you know, I ain't gonna say that Dirk hasn't been doing his thing. So it just really depends on the definition, you know, yeah. and what that person means to that person. But you only have certain people who are yeah. so big that they're relevant to everyone. And that'll be a Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That'll be, let me see, Drake, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, uh, NJ's Prime, we'll say a J, and uh, and 50 Cent's Prime, we'll say 50 Cent at a certain point, uh, Wayne. You know, there's only so, there's only special cases where somebody's relevant to everyone, mm-hmm. you know? So, and at a, at a certain time, yeah. Lil Dirk was relevant to everyone. When he had that smash hit, 
but you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, he fell off or anything. That just means he's relevant to someone. It just might not be you at the time. Yeah. So I hear you. Um I'm pretty <laughs> much gonna say the same thing. <laughs> no, uh, uh to be relevant, I think um I think any artist that can make music um and have some type of consistency to it. It just depends on how you look at the relevancy of that artist. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at the definition, it's only being connected to a certain thing that that makes you relevant. Like mm-hmm. in a sense, our podcast is relevant to music because what are we doing? We're talking about music. Now we may not be as big as the um, Joe Budden podcast or, or you know, uh, that's the only one I look Expeditiously. To. Yeah, expeditiously. Uh-huh. We might not be as big <laughs> as that one, but the fact that we are sitting here talking about music, talking about things that we like, makes us relevant to the art. Now, uh-huh. the thing is, um, from that, because I read, I read that article. It was actually a cool, dope article from the thing that how to tell who's, a, who's relevant or, or what's going to be relevant I think, um, or what's going to be good. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to say relevant because I feel like if you're just putting out music and you're you're some type of relevant. You used uh, the example of currency. I think currency will always be relevant to music because if you talk about lyrics, um, somebody is always going to bring up currency. Somebody's always going to say currency is a lyrical genius. Currency is this, currency is that. Um, you talk about if you look at Jeezy, Jeezy's always gonna be relevant just because he basically you look at trap music, he didn't he didn't invent trap music, but you can bring him into it because of the things that he talked about. So it makes him relevant yeah. to trap music. You know what I'm saying? So um it's not about like what you're doing right now. What you like we always think about what have you done for me lately type you, you we have that mentality as a consumer, but yeah. The relevance is I actually did something. I actually put some piece of art out there that in the world for you to view. And if it did or if it didn't get uh, traction, you still can go view it. You still can go listen to it. So it makes me relevant in that field. It may not be a high relevancy, but I can actually pull from it. I can actually get something from it because it's not in my journal. It's not in my, you know what I'm saying? It's public. Um, I think to tell what's going to be relevant um, is harder. You know, it's, it's, and that's pretty much what I got from that article. It's like, they was talking about these execs um, in the, uh, like picking the artists versus the smaller artists or whatnot. Um, yeah. I honestly don't know how they did that or how they do that, but put money to an artist because he's sellable or she's sellable versus putting money to an artist or not versus not putting, putting money to an artist because you don't think they're, you're able to sell what they're, what they're given. You got to mm-hmm. look at talent, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at what they're putting out there and, you know, and figure out a way to do it because um, I like personally, I like crit more because he went independent and we're seeing some of the things that he's doing. Um, you yeah. know, we're seeing how much success he's actually having 
well on my end. Uh, I'm able to see, like, enjoy more of his music. He has more freedoms and stuff like that. So um, just people just looking at the numbers and that's it. Um, I think that makes a person non-relevant because what are they doing? What art are they doing? Because what are they connected to? The numbers change every day. Numbers don't lie, but numbers change. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So one day you could be hot. Does that make you relevant to pop music or does it make you relevant to to rap music? Whatever. But, um, you know, it's it's. It's kind of jaded, though, man. You, you look at it. So I think the relevancy of an artist is just dependent upon that artist. But I just think the the success of an artist is really put, um, is really, is factors into it. You know what I'm saying? Who you got behind you? Who's making decisions for you? What type of music you're putting out? Where are you going? Where are your fans at? Like paying attention to all those numbers um helps with your success rate but just being relevant i mean put some stuff out that people that people can draw from you know that can take from and 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 actually use you know or listen to or enjoy or don't enjoy you know that makes you relevant to the conversation and that's my thoughts (laughs) (laughs) man you said a mouthful um what i'm thinking about relevance and I'm thinking about success and, and what that looks like to an artist. Um, I cannot think of it without thinking about sampling music. Yeah. So when I think about sampling music, it's tons of music that I have sampled as a producer yeah. that I don't think anybody has ever heard. <laughs> And it's like, I heard it one time and it did something for me. It touched me in a certain way, similar to the way we were talking about Monica and how the music touches you a certain way. And mm-hmm. you say, ooh, or just like using Monica as an example, the song So Gone, it's a, a sample in there mm-hmm. that has been reused and reused and reused over time. And I'm like, this actual group that created the sample is not going to be lauded as much as Monica for her so gone rendition of using that sample in the song. But at the same time, without the contribution that they made to music, so gone doesn't even exist. It's just like, it's a heritage thing for me. Mm -hmm. So when I'm thinking about relevance, I can't count somebody out just because they didn't sell a whole lot. Right, right. Like I can't count you out because today you only sold 100,000 copies and this person sold a million copies because in the lifetime of music advancing, people might still catch on to your shit the same way they caught on to that person. I think of I think of like number success as a snapshot in the entire history of music. So yes, in this this long ass timeline of music, we might have a hundred years of, of music here. And then like yes, maybe for two years you had a fat ass blip that went like this. Yeah. But then like your your influence on the rest of the hundred years may be minimal. Like you may have had a what's the name of that damn song? I can't even remember the name of the song. But the nigga be like, uh, now watch me whip. Now watch <laughs> me nay, nay. like for that year, nigga, you may be the hottest thing that ever existed. But then like after that, is somebody going back and drawing from whipping nay, nay and like taking this shit and and dragging it into 
future endeavors for music as a whole? I don't know. We'll we'll see later. Somebody may do that shit. Right. But for right now, I haven't seen a lot of that influence continuing on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that Steve brought up like a currency because I'm like, you got all these artists who have come out since I have started to listen to currency. And this nigga's continuously being somebody that these people reach out to for a feature. Mm-hmm. Like you got all these people who continue to appreciate the way that he like uses his words, the, the art form that he continues to attach himself to. And they like, they hear a song and they immediately probably are like, oh shit, Currency would be perfect for this song because mm-hmm. this is this nigga's stomping grounds. I know this is where he come from. Or even you can use like a Project Pet. Like you hear something and you're like, oh shit, that's some Project Pet ass <laughs> shit right there. Well, <laughs> like, and these, these are people who are not the biggest artists in the world and may not have ever been the biggest artists in the world, but their influence on the people who actually like appreciate the art form of making music is undeniable. Like these people are people you cannot not talk about if you're talking about music as a whole. Like you can't, mm-hmm. even without people not knowing them, you can't not talk about Project Pet. Like that nigga's amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that nigga's amazing. And the thing about it is like, even if you didn't get the chance to live through Project Pet, if you discover Project Pat 50 years later, that shit still gonna hit you. You still gonna be like, this shit was crazy. Like, what was going on with this man? Like, why ain't nobody tell me about him? You gonna go back, like I said at the top of the podcast when I was talking about Vince Staples, and I was like, this is an old CD from 2018, mm-hmm. but the music still hit me a certain way because it's fucking pure. Like, it's, it's a purity to it that just speaks to, like, an appreciation for the art and understanding that this shit is a real contribution. You're contributing to something that's important that's gonna last. Um, like the, the Drake CD where the little snippet and the dude, like only real shit's gonna last. Like it's, it's literally, yeah, all the rest of that shit fade out it's over so time. And that, that hundred year ass <laughs> snapshot that I was just referencing, it's gonna fade out and it's gonna, like I just fucking put the equalizer down on my fucking uh, boards. <laughs> like your shit gonna fade out. But the rest of that shit gonna keep on playing at the same volume somewhere. And right. somebody can always come back and say, ooh, what the hell was these niggas on? Mm-hmm. And draw from that for influence. They can create something new, take it into a different direction. They can take what you did and emulate it. They can take it to a different direction. They can create something completely new from just the little seeds that you dropped right there. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, oh shit, like this is what I feel like relevance is. Or mm-hmm. relevance is, not relevance. Relevance is just putting something out there, like y'all said, putting the shit into the field of play so that somebody else can draw from it later. Mm-hmm. Like, once you step into that field of play, like, that shit is relevant from that point on. Right. Because people can always go back and grab it. The only shit that's not relevant to me is stuff that never actually makes it to the arena. Like, if you mm-hmm. start to record a song and you never fucking finish it, that shit ain't gonna never it's be not, relevant. Because ain't nobody never hear it. It right. never got out. But I'm not I'm not going to judge you on like how many people you actually reached because I understand that there's a machine behind most of these songs that get to be that prominent and big that makes it be that big. Right. Like it didn't just magically become that fucking big. Like niggas made it that big. Right. Like it don't just <laughs> yeah. overnight take off except for like, you know, viral shit that just happens by accident because I've, I've experienced that. But like when you... When you're talking about relevance and you try to equate it to numbers on some DJ academic shit, I can't really listen to you for long. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, 
okay, bro, that's a whole nother side to this. I, I get what you're saying about it saying how popular you were. Mm-hmm. But beyond popularity, I don't think that it speaks to relevance as a whole. I think popularity is just a piece of relevance. Exactly. I think it goes beyond that. But that's my little that take movie. on my little shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that's perfect, man. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, fellas, we have talked about a lot of stuff today. Um, we did. We did. I've had fun doing it, man. So, hey. um, hopefully, yeah. you guys have had fun Absolutely. listening to um, me, Steve, and G talk about different shit that's going on in today. Um, yeah. So, like I said, man, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel to get more conversations like this. Um, on our YouTube page, Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, this episode here was produced by 3M Media. And, uh, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O. Steve. And you got G at the at instantly underscore G. All on Instagram, man. You can follow us there. Um, leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. Like I said earlier, um, download, tell people about it. Tell us you like it. Tell us you don't like it. Um, agree or disagree with us. But let us know. We want to we wanna answer you guys back in the comments. And uh, I think that's one of the fun parts about it is actually having a dialogue. So we look forward to listening to what you guys got to say about everything we've talked about today. So. Um, that's all I got, man. Y'all got anything? Yo, there's one more thing. Ross announced a new album title on, uh, I think it was Hot, 90, Hot 95? Yeah. 97. Hot 97. My bad. My yeah. bad. I don't know why I said, oh, I know I said 95. <laughs> Hot 97. <laughs> so he gave us a new album title for the new album. I think he called it. Release date. He said it this year, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, he did say this year. Yeah, this year. He, he said, <laughs> Richard, was it Richard is richest that I've ever, ever been. been? Yeah. You got to say it like him. Right. You got to say it like him. Richard that I've ever been. I don't know, man. He took a dramatic pause and everything. Yeah, faded away like, to the ready? background. Y'all ready? <laughs> Fade away and everything. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, that, it. man. That's it. That's it. That's all you got, that's Steve. All. What about you, G? Man, that's it, man. Just that's have it. a good week this week, man. Take this little bit of nuggets of conversation and let it propel you into this week coming up, man. Right. That's it. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for everybody, man. I'm out, man. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.